0: Hello and welcome. Unfortunately, I do not have a beer, so I cannot crack a beer to initiate the start. Um, I was ill-prepared. I've been too busy. I I went out and bought Pokemon Scarlet today, and I'm so fucking ready. (laughs) Today, I'm joined with my guest, uh, uh, Jeffrey. Hello, Jeffrey. (laughs) Hello, Harley. How are you? Pretty good. I'm, I'm a little worried. My audio keeps... I guess I'm speaking really loud. So it are like shoot way the fuck up, but I don't want to be too quiet either. So I'm messing with the levels a little bit. And I thought I had it perfect until I did that intro, and it's like, whoo, oh there.
1: You sound pretty all right through my headphones. So.
0: Good, good. It's it's, <laughs> it's my voice. I have a voice for radio. Uh, I've been told, but I'm the only one saying that about myself. So. <laughs> I think I think I think we're good. <laughs> i've uh so i let's talking about pokemon scarlet i haven't played it yet i've been seeing a lot of fucking glitches with it and one of them that i, I really want to occur i'm not sure how it occurs but you, how much do you know about pokemon scarlet like is in like the legendaries
1: i honestly don't know anything about this game so i'm pretty like excited just to see it being played like i i don't know much about it like at all
0: So I, uh, the glitch that I saw, the legendaries in this one, it's like, depending on the game you play, there's different legendaries and the same old shit in Pokemon. Um, one of them is either a motorcycle or the other one's like a hover bike. So they like transform, you ride them. I I think that's to my understanding how it works. Well, there's a glitch where they won't be visible, but you'll still be riding the bike. So you will just look like that one toad from the early 2000s. Bing, bing. That one (laughs) yes I I I want that to occur. I am pretty excited. (laughs) that. (laughs) I'll just ride around going Bing Bing. (laughs) Bing Bing. Bong Bong. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I you know I I worry that my sense of humor is broken because I find that absolutely fucking hilarious. While you're breaking up just a little bit, Jeffrey.
1: Am I really? Yeah.
0: Can you, can you hear me? My yeah, dear. there you go.
1: Check, check, one, two.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it just keeps breaking up for some reason. I'm not sure. It could be my internet, so. Uh could also be mine. I was watching TikTok on the toilet, as I often do, and uh <laughs> some of the videos weren't loading. <laughs> It's uh. as one does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've
0: all just kind of agreed that occurs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've uh, i been playing Pokemon TGC online. It's pretty cool. Trying to make a deck uh, that's, you know, they don't give you access to all the cards. you got to, like, buy packs in-game, or you can redeem the IRL packs and shit, you know? Yeah, you gotta, like, type in
1: that code. I, I'm so, I, I really want to get back into, like, the hard, you know, the TCG, like, I want, like, the physical cards, I want to get back into that.
0: Oh, me and you're gonna do it, because I, I bought that new deck you were looking at. <laughs> nice. I got that, and I got me a Regigigas deck, because it looked fun as fuck.
1: Yeah, like, I had, I had a deck forever ago, and unfortunately some, some Stuff happened, I end up losing <laughs> the <that> one. <laughs> it's too sad to get into Ah, uh,
0: this is a drunk and degenerous podcast. There's nothing too sad that alcohol can't fix.
1: <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> ah hell. Like I went to one of my buddies' house, the old Devon, and I asked him politely to carry my box
2: <laughs> to my car. <laughs>
1: And it had all of my Pokemon stuff. And it had my, my decks. I had cards ordered from, like, California. I had some things imported from Japan just to build this deck. And I put it all in that box. And he laid it on top of my car. We went to his house. And by the time we got there, my box wasn't on top of the car no more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, that's got to be... I laugh. that That's devastating.
1: Oh, my God, it is. Like, we... Okay, so, like... A day went by, and I didn't realize it, and we, we were deciding, like, hey, you know what? Let's play a game. Play play a game of Pokemon. Why not? And I went to go look for my deck, and I'm like, um, what happened to my box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fell off the car and lost my deck ever since. So, hopefully, I can get back into it.
0: I, I think that we can, um... Uh, I know the area that I currently live in and the area we're from is pretty pretty popular with TGC, so we'll have a lot of opportunities. And I know me and you are wanting to do a bunch of cons together and stuff. And I know there'll be tournaments there that we can get our asses kicked at, or you know, try and compete, but have some fun, you know. Right.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm
1: I'm down. I'm excited for all of
0: it. <laughs> uh, since I'm now uh, getting back into TGC, because I <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna flex a little bit about Digimon where I was. You know, one of the higher ranked players when the game first came out, the newest TGC for Digimon. I'm now I've retired since, but I'm, I'm into getting back into cards again. So one of the ideas that I had for Digimon when I was wanting to do bigger and bigger tournaments is I was going to make a new name for myself and I was going to wear a mask when I went to these tournaments and I would just be like the masked fighter or whatever. <laughs> That's that was, I always wanted to be like way over the top. No one actually knows my identity. And I might do that now. I have the opportunity to do so.
1: You should totally do it.
0: <laughs> I, I have a luchador mask that I can wear. That's that that was the thing. I was wearing a luchador mask. Just the the masked challenger. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make that be my new name <laughs> when I enter tournaments. <laughs> They'll call my name over the I like it's gonna be so sucky when I do bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to know my name or my real identity ever in those places. That That's like the goal. I'll be like a cryptid among, amongst gamers. They'll, uh, like, hey, do you know the masked guy? What do you mean? The guy always comes in in a luchador mask. He'll just be a legend. I might wear a cape as well. I, that's how extra I might go with it. Oh,
1: it's perfect. <laughs> so if you win, you know you walk out in pride. If you lose, you walk out. Nobody knows who you
0: are. <laughs> it, yeah, it's still funny either way. <laughs> yeah. I got I got to act super serious the whole time, though. <laughs> you now face the mass, the mass duelist. <laughs> yeah, I just Master like I, 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 play, yeah, I play. the fucking. Part. <laughs> We'll go to like bigger tournaments and like we'll, we'll meet people along the way who will also go to these tournaments and like they're gonna want to see my face, right? But they'll like go into my hotel room and not, you know, I'll be sleeping in the mask, anticipating that that's what they'll do. That's
1: how you get hyped for it. You sleep in the mask. You, you're ready for when you wake up. <laughs> this this is who
0: I am now. <laughs> So I got a pretty big beard, and the luchador mask does not go well with the beard, so I may have to shave it, which for the bit, I would definitely do. There's no question in my mind about that. That's an extra mystery. It'll be like this luchador guy, man. He's got like a beard hanging out of his mask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who can speak? Who is this?
0: <laughs> I, I actually, I really want a... Um... Shoot, what am I thinking of here? Uh, you know, like, from Watchmen, Warshack, his mask? Oh, yeah. That would be pretty badass, but I, I don't think I'd be able to see or breathe in it. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little challenging. <laughs> see, the problem with, I had like a uh, Freddy Krueger style mask. It's it's not Freddy Krueger, but the character's, its face is just melted, is what, it, is what the bit was. And I was going to wear that, but it was so tight on my face, I couldn't talk. And talking is like a big part of playing card, because you have to announce what you're doing and see if they want to respond in any way during their turn. and. So you you guys be able to communicate properly? I'm kind of have right. that issue because I have a weirdly shaped face and head, uh, but I can't do that with the luchador mask either. Oh, I can have a series of masks, like different ones for different
2: occasions. <laughs> yeah,
1: the masked luchador, like depending on like on the theme of
0: your deck, like you <laughs> a specific mask for that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm i actually hopping myself up. I think after this I'm going to look on Amazon to buy a properly fitting mask. I'll pay like 50 bucks.
1: Yeah, you should tell I do,
2: man.
0: <laughs> God, we could, get you driving. I could just show up fucking blitz to him.
2: <laughs> Gotta get uh, my automobile going again.
0: uh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing some more TGC Pokeban with you. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think.
1: I think so too. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, ready for it.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I, I still I, remember like a lot of like the roles to it, unless they've changed a few things here and there. But like back then, I had like like a scientific way of like building decks. <laughs> like I had it down pat. Like I had my own formula for building decks.
0: But I'm, I'm, str- I'm think, struggling with ratios.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping to to be able to apply that to the new deck buildings.
0: <laughs> so the deck that I'm currently playing in TGC player, it's a the main focus is Altaria, and Altaria is not a very strong Pokemon, but it's ma- like its ability or whatever is it cannot be damaged by V or GX or V Max Pokemon.
1: Oh, so it's like Suicune for yeah. EX. Okay. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, it's two-stage, so it kind of slows the deck down. Its max damage attack is only 60. But I've won games just by getting him out in the field because all they have is fucking V-Pokemon, v so they're unable to hit me.
1: What is that one? Uh, Rare Candy or... I see Rare Candy. That skips a stage. So there's another one. It's I think it's, another, it's a basic card. I can't remember which one it was, though. Uh, when you lay it out, you can evolve one of your Pokemon to its next evolutionary state. I have to do I'm not sure.
0: State. we definitely have some learning to do to re- oh, yeah. reacquaint ourselves to the meta. That's why I think you should play the TGC player online just to learn the meta and get as many games under your belt as possible.
1: Yeah, I probably should. Might end up doing that. I might you know I might uh re log back into it tonight sometime.
0: I've I've been <laughs> streaming. I've been streaming uh playing it lately. Nice. Which, uh, my streams have been going okay. I get, you know, one viewer sometimes, but I, only, I don't stream as long as I probably should. I only do, like, two hours at a time. I was trying to do four hours, but, like, it hurts my ratios from watch to time, and I'm just trying to make myself available and they're like, the best hours, but I don't know. I'm not really doing it for people to watch. I'm just kind of doing it for fun, and it allows me to make a highlight video for my YouTube. Fucking YouTube's been going bananas with shorts. Yeah, they have. <laughs> Absolutely, I've been making one a day, and it's so hard to like know what's going to be popular or not because I'm not really getting a pattern.
1: Like YouTube is slowly turning into TikTok because they're shorts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't personally watch them, but I probably could if it was easier to watch. Other than because I open up TikTok, boom, TikTok starts it right away. Videos of shorts. I have to open up the YouTube app and then go over the short section. But I have like people that I repetitively like sending things to on TikTok. I don't think that they're doing quite as well overall as TikTok, but I definitely think it's more of a contender than fucking Facebook reels, you know? Yeah, yeah. I agree with that one.
1: <laughs> All you gotta do is like compile like best moments within like a minute long like short and then just kinda like post that as its own like video.
0: It's, I've been seeing some significant growth from it, And I've been like, I love, and I've always wanted to do like live comedy, like not live comedy, but it's skits and shit like bits. I, I love the idea of bits. And I've, there's times where I was wanting to do more and more of them, but it's just difficult to be a one man show where I've had plans in the past to have other people involved and they've let me down. But I, I, I get it for them. Uh, I suppose it's it's a gamble. I don't really care if I look cringy anymore. I'm a 27 year old man on the internet who's been here for almost like 20 years. I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't care if I look cringy. Fuck it. There's no such thing as bad publicity. It's it's only you know what's the fuck thing Jack Sparrow says? You got to be the worst pirate I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing as like bad bad publicity. I, I see it that way at least.
2: Yeah, you do have a point there.
0: <laughs> I think it's my goal. Is at one point I just want to be a meme. I just I don't care what it's for. I just want to be a fucking meme. It might crush me like emotionally, but I want to be a fucking meme. <laughs> <laughs> what the- bring back
1: the, the filthy frank yeah
0: filthy frank is we'll talk about filthy frank. filthy frank is dead me and you constantly get drunk and watch filthy frank videos and reminisce of the old days filthy frank is dead and he only slightly shows up in joji concerts rest in peace
1: my filthy frank
0: <laughs> there will never be another filthy frank uh, it, it breaks my heart to say that what we will get next is something that is filthy frank-esque maybe but it, it's got to fit within, like, parameters, you know? Because he did some really fucked up shit.
1: Yeah, he, he does. He, he goes pretty pretty bizarre with some of his videos.
0: <laughs> I wholeheartedly miss that bizarre. I, I miss that creativity. And I, 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 I can say this openly. I am heavily inspired by uh, Filthy Frank and Joji, both musically and, like, creativity. He's one of my more bigger inspirations for why I like making content, why, why I like doing stupid shit. <laughs> the videos I've been making, I got—I don't know if you've been watching it, but I've been just kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what's going on. My most popular video is literally me driving by Speedway, the gas station, and the uh, S of Speedway is not working, so the rest of it's lit up. So it just says Peedway. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. Peedway.
1: <laughs> Peedway. Peedway.
0: <laughs> that has 5,000 views. What the fuck? Oh my God. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, did you know that there was? there's no other fast food restaurant that starts with a W other than Whataburger? Other than um,
2: Whataburger?
0: Yeah, other than Waterburger Waterburger's the only one that starts with a W. What about the,
1: uh, um, oh, shoot, what's his name, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlburgers?
0: I don't know about that, that's an odd answer, you're supposed to say Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's, well, <laughs> Wendy's works too. Wendy's, nuts <laughs> slap your chin. <laughs> Good old Marky Mark and Wahlburgers. <laughs> I suppose you're right, thinking outside the box. could always leave it to you to think outside the box. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been on the internet far too long. Uh, I oh. think you're on for about a, a similar amount of time as me.
1: Like, yeah, like fucking 99% of my time is the internet. <laughs> 20 years.
2: <laughs> I've
0: been doing this shit for
2: 20 years.
0: Because <laughs> we're, we're both like we're the ass end of millennials, so we got the full <laughs> fucking internet experience from childhood, and it's really shaped us as individuals. Yeah, I I think my sense of humor is fucking
2: broken. Like, like I,
1: you know, my my sense of humor got corrupted ever since like uh, uh, Oni G, Psycho Pebbles, and like Gary's mod, the Gmod idiot boxes.
0: Oh, that's that's listed off some straight bangers right there.
1: <laughs> like, that's where it begun for me.
0: For me, it was, like, I'll say, I'll go really super early when it turns to, like, stupid comedy. So uh, we'll tell stupid, we don't go, like, childish comedy. So we'll go childish comedy, it's like Smosh. But if we go, uh, you know, it's things that I still think that are funny today, which hold relevance today for me, it has to be Egoraptor.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, I still watch that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the awesome series. Hell yeah. <laughs> that I don't know. That just, it was actually um, Jeremy's brother that, that that showed me that series back in fucking middle school, I think. Because <laughs> before that, all I was watching on YouTube was Naruto AMVs of them versus Dragon Balls. <laughs> Like oh yeah,
1: you made me think of, like the Abridged series, like Dragon Ball Z the bridge and the Helsing Ultimate.
0: Whatnot. Oh, the bridge series. I think that one came a little bit later. That was probably like not to date myself or anything, but I probably found out about those like sophomore year of high school, I think. Sophomore year yeah. right around that time. <laughs> God, those those are fucking good. <laughs> I, I I still watch the new Hell things and I I haven't watched past the Frieza saga of uh in four star. I thought she was, see, what was that
1: one? It was, uh, she was like, I'm surrounded by idiots. I thought she was surrounded by gumdrops and ice
0: cream. <laughs> this, uh, this podcast is partially inspired by them.
2: <laughs>
0: because, uh, when they stopped making regular content, they started doing live streams and they would, uh, it would be the voice the guy who did the voices for Vegeta and Krillin and a bunch of other ones. <laughs> yeah. um, uh Lenny Lenny Pator, yeah. If I remember right, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> he would uh he'd play Dark Souls with uh one of his buddies and eventually another one of his buddies, and any anytime they would die in Dark Souls, they would both do a shot. <laughs> so they'd live stream themselves once a week playing Dark Souls or Sometimes they would off screen grind so they could make actual progress the next time. But it would it would never be like anything too big, it'd just be, you know, grinding in the same spots, to level up or whatever.
1: Dude, like Dark Souls is like a dying simulator. They had to have been fucking plastered. Oh yeah. <laughs> he would get so drunk
0: that he's like, Hey, tase me and they would like <laughs> they would tase him at the end of it. And then his wife would come pick him up because he's absolutely blackout drunk. If you have not seen their live streams, I would definitely recommend checking them out. It's it's I would probably like there are definitely low like low spots in it, but you can probably watch a highlight and it will give you the best of the best. Um it, i I I I really enjoyed it and I you know, I guess I keep talking about shit that's inspiring me, but that did inspire this podcast to um be be alcoholic. It was that and it's kinda like um hot ones, I I can admit that. The the cold
1: ones is that what you mean?
0: Hot ones with the chicken, uh, with the with the hot sauce. Oh, the, uh the yeah. Okay. We're on, and, and I I talk to them and ask them. It's not directly, but it's sort of the same thing. And I suppose cold ones, to some degree. But when I started doing these or had the idea for them, I wasn't. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't watching cold ones. Not that I'm not a fan or anything, but uh I'm not really into podcasts. I guess I'm not really into. I like the one that I make. I just don't really have the time to sit there and listen to other podcasts, but I probably should.
1: Might help with a little bit of, like, uh, like inspiration and stuff. Maybe they'll have some things that kind of, you know, uh, trigger different, like, creative lines, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, I watched H3H3's podcast when it first started coming out. And i, I got to be real with you. I used to really like H3H3. I, I liked him a bit. Um, I'd watch all their videos when they'd come out, but what really, really killed it for me, (laughs) and I guess I'm putting my opinion out on the internet for this, is specifically, you know, I understand that they're starving artists. You know, they need to make money, and they're going through a lawsuit, so it was very difficult because all their money's going toward their lawyer or whatever it might have been. But um, when they were like, hey, we need you to join our Patreon, we need more money, We're, we're, we're struggling here, they start talking about their bills. I was like, okay. I actually felt something for them. I was like, I understand where you're coming from. I don't have anything personally that I can add to it, uh, but I feel your struggle. The very next fucking video, or it might have been the very next one, like one or two later. It, it was. I'm pretty sure it was within a week that it got it uploaded. They were with fucking Post, Post Malone in like Las okay. Vegas driving in a tank and like living it up. I'm like, what the fuck? If you're struggling, you think you <laughs> wouldn't be doing shit like that. Even if, like, even if he, like, offered to pay for all that, like, it's still kind of, you could have spaced that a bit better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit of a drastic leap there.
0: Yeah, don't beg for money and then fucking (laughs) live it up in Las Vegas. Like, what the fuck? I thought you were a starring artist. Like, what the hell? And after that, like, I lost all respect for him, and I'm just like, nah, dog. And they started uh, not making the content that I, you know, liked anymore. Which makes sense for them. It's financially, it's they secured themselves better by doing the podcast. They, like I get it. Uh, it. It made sense for them. Right. Um, you kind of see that. It's I'll kind of circle back to Filthy Frank here and Joji. He really went out at a very good time you know, rest in peace, Filthy Frank, but economically, he could not support in the current landscape of YouTube. He'd be making no money, everything would be, um, you know, get cut to shit, pretty much. And so would I have rather him die right then, at the height, or would I rather him kind of become a shell of his former self to uh, still make in meat? you know, like how uh, fucking h three h three has changed their content and' learn making stuff that is as good or what we originally liked them for, or um like here's the thing with me,
1: like don't get me wrong, I love Filthy Frank and I love Joji because joji like you mean he he made a career out of his music, and ultimately that's what he was wanting to go after, yeah, you know, he wanted to pursue his music career and whatnot, but if you ever look up like interviews of Joji. And he'll be a little you know silly or whatever, but like <laughs> it's 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 nowhere like he'll do something funny, but it's not like filthy frank funny like he's completely changed his demeanor like he he has a totally different persona of him from what he's known for type thing, and that's what that's the only thing that really bothers me is like there's not even a glimpse. Of filthy Frank in his content, like nothing shining through that reflects upon it,
2: yeah, I feel like
1: for his fans that has been long term fans of filthy frank he I feel like that should seep through a little bit to kind of reach out to his
0: long term fans, supposedly in his live performances, every now and again filthy Frank sort of comes out in some sort of way, not necessarily like. Either someone, I've seen where someone dressed as pink guy and went to one of his concerts, and he acknowledged him in the stand, or from the, uh, like, he acknowledged him in the audience. I love that. (laughs) I love it. Uh, He's very much aware, but he cannot go back to that. And I, I, I say Filthy Frank is dead. He's not dead. He's always been Joji, and within Joji, there will always be that part, and every now and again, you'll get a glimpse of it. Which kind of like leads into that song that Joji came out of "Glimpse of Us." <laughs> yeah, glimpse of Us. <laughs> that song is purely about filthy pink. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, like in that in the music video. I, I don't know if you've seen the music video or not. I have not. You can you can tell within that music video that like there's a little bit of like pink guy in there cuz there's a scene where like these kids are walking by and then like it looks like you can't see who he is cuz he's wearing a mask but he's like flipping off the kids and kind of like dancing around while flipping them off it's like that's the kind of humor that filthy frank had in his other videos that kind of seep through into into that it's shit
0: posting <laughs> I love I love shitposting. I am a shitposter. I love stupid-ass dumb humor that makes no fucking sentence completely off the wall and, like, silly. Yeah. I heard a fucking golden uh, shitpost. <laughs> it was, uh... So, is iCarly the guy that flew up and, like, had his wings melted by the sun? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. That's that's a uh, high level shit. It, like what comes with good shit posting is you have to be serious. You have to. You have, it's it's like it's advanced gaslighting. You have to gaslight someone believing what you're saying. So uh, I, I guess if if you are wanting more of like that style of comedy and sh- and shit, um, Sam Hyde is a very very good representation of that. Not, yeah, are you familiar <laughs> with him? Uh, not, not quite. No. So he has been on YouTube for a very long time. He has been a comedian for a very long time, and uh, he has posted. Uh, he he had his own show on Adult Swim at one point. Nice. But it ultimately getting getting canceled for people believing that he is a white supremacist. But he had his own show. Uh, it was very heavily inspired by like Tim and Eric. Um, so it's, I would check out his content if you, I, I can send you something after this, but, uh, if anyone listening is curious and wanting, wanting those filthy Frank Fields, and it's not quite being safe for anyone, and you don't really care about the rumors with an individual, then ch- check out Sam Hyde. It It, it is a trip. Uh, his levels of irony that he like fits into, and satire, and the things that he will say and you're not sure if he like, actually means it or not. But d- if you're laughing, does it really matter? You know?
1: Yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty curious about it. You're, you're going to have to send me some,
0: some stuff. Yeah, most definitely. See, so he's been getting into boxing. He actually uh, trained iDubbbz to box for the uh, Big Creator Clash or whatever. Well, dubs claims he doesn't, but he definitely got him interested in boxing. And it helped fuel my uh, obsession with combat sports he's 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 a, he's a pretty cool guy i uh i i appreciate his content and it's off the wall and shit posting nature and uh make makes me want to do better i i i enjoy shit posting
2: <laughs>
0: you make me sam hyde you want you make me want to be a better man
2: <laughs> it's 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 pretty great <laughs>
1: yeah I'm, I'm, i I really want to see it
0: <laughs> I think some of the only creators that still hold true to how they were back in the day and I'll, I'm not counting Sam Hyde, of course, because he's just recently taken the limelight every now and again he'll take like the spotlight uh he usually I don't know if it was him or his fans, but anytime unfortunately, when there is a mass shooting of any kind, they would say that it was Sam Hyde and send photos of him to the media. So they there's a couple times he was posted on the news as the shooter for for these events. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it, cool. Mass shootings are, are complete tragedies. But that level of shitpost during that level of dark time after, way after the fact, is quite humorous. Tragedy plus time is humor.
1: Like what you were saying a minute ago about, like, uh, content creators that are pretty true to where, where they came from
2: yeah I think,
1: like i would you know a lot of people i would i would imagine would disagree just because of the fame that he has but like pewdiepie he's not the same that he used to be like he has changed but i don't think in the better i think and the reason why I brought PewDiePie <laughs> is because he has the most views on YouTube. Yeah. Like, he, he is the number one, like, subscribed channel.
0: But love, like, love him or hate him, but he has adapted, and re- he has wholeheartedly changed his content over the years and stayed relevant, which is yeah, incredibly impressive.
1: It is. But I think someone that has stayed true to the their actual, like, content from where they began— Honestly, I'm going to have to say Markiplier. Yeah, that's exactly
0: like, what I was thinking. He has always been this big-hearted oaf that has made heartwarming content and has been absolutely entertaining the entire time.
1: Yeah, like Markiplier, like his, his content is just, it's been constant, like, entertainment since the beginning. Like, and it, it always keeps you on the edge. I know that he's done the Toronto laugh videos, but hell, everyone's done that now, you know. You got Jacksepticeye, PewDiePie, and Markiplier, like the, the trio of of those guys. Of but, the greats, yeah, yeah, of the greats. I do like Jacksepticeye too, but um,
0: I I never uh, got into his content. I was, I didn't. I'll be honest, I didn't really watch PewDiePie stuff either. But I did enjoy Markiplier specifically. I got into Markiplier around the time Five Nights at Freddy's came in. I know that's cringe, but I, I was, I'm too much of a chicken shit to fucking play the game. But I wanted to see the game played. And after he played it, I really enjoyed his playthrough, so I kind of stuck around.
2: Not the same fucking way, man.
1: <laughs> like, I like scary games, but no. No, like, Five Nights at Freddy. like, the the number one thing that gets me is jump scares. And that's what that game is entirely about. So I wanted to watch some other dude play And yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always been Mark play that popped up for that. So it's, he's always been relevant.
0: He like, has said he is the king of Five Nights at Freddy's, and I am inclined to believe him. <laughs> the king of five Nights of freddys <laughs> um i would say that a creator that holds truths, who sort of where they came from and didn't really change their content over time and um i i guess you can add his friend into that as well but his friend hasn't been making content for as long but that is uh that's max mofo all the way he he has always made the same level of content and um, he's not as frequent as a meme of what he used to be, but every now and again he'll come up and you'll see him all over videos and shit of, of, of a certain meme that he does. Like the last one that I could think where he received high relevancy in that point is where he's just slamming open the door like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like Max Mofo,
1: like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, within the trio of that, you got Filthy Frank, you got Max Mofo, and you got dubs. Yeah, uh, Max Mofo. Yeah, he he's kind of carrying on the 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 past of their
0: comedy. Oh shit! How how could I forget fucking How to Basic?
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, How to Basic.
0: <laughs> he has never changed his content, It's always no. been the same. <laughs> yeah. God, I respect the hell out of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, you're totally right.
0: He's always the cameraman. You forget about him, but he's—he's he's, <laughs> do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I always like talking about these other creators, and it's—it's—it's uh, yeah, it's, it, it's fun. It, it really—it—it it
1: really sends you down like a rabbit hole, like. When when you start thinking about these other creators like that,
0: (laughs) as you watch them develop and and make new content, and um, I I really hate it to see that when they become shells of their former selves. Which I know content grows and people change, and you know sometimes it's for the better, sometimes it's for the worse. But when you completely turn your back on what made you popular, that's when it it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like, just make nothing if you're going to go that route. Go <laughs> die. Just die, die, die at your peak instead of becoming a shell of your former self. Glory, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which iDubbbz really encapsulates that for me. IDubs and H3H3 both do. H3H3 uh, makes much more sense than dubs does. Uh, dub's content is... Um, uh, I actually, I had not watched it for a good period of time, so I guess I can't accurately say that, but he has not made anything that, other than the documentaries, I've enjoyed his documentaries, but that's not exactly what he had uh, been known for. It's definitely interesting, but I feel like it's it, it's not comedic, it just happens to be comedic by the people he's talking to.
1: To be honest with you, I've not watched anything from like I Doves in quite a long time. Like, People that stuck with me is cold ones because it has you know Max Mofo in there and it has yeah. the anything reviews,
0: which I can't believe we've gone this long without talking about him and that, that is <laughs> that is my bad. Uh, I I slightly <laughs> mentioned him earlier and he has been there for quite some time, but he uh, just in the grand scheme of things is more recent in comparison to these titans. Yeah. Uh, he's 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 a pretty funny guy, and I uh, respect the hell out of him for trying to make the podcast. And I'm sh I, I guess for me, it's it's, it's the, it. I watch all their videos when they come out, but I do not watch the podcast. I've liked the videos more than the podcast, but I guess I can't accurately say that without watching the podcast. But I've I've really enjoyed the videos.
2: I used up laughing, laughing quite a bit.
0: And uh, I would uh, like to make something similar to that. <laughs> that scale. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> it, like their production cost is fucking bananas. That's what like, I can't wrap my head around. I can't eat that charge. That's what's stopping me. That's what was so good about Filthy Frank in my mind. His production value is so low. And one of the Pink Guy songs actually goes about, like, talks about that, where he's underrated. You don't need to spend money to have these comedic effects. And I, sometimes I'm stuck comedically in these sort of loops where I'm like, okay, I want to do this idea. But it's, it's like way too big and way too elaborate. And there's no way to really do it without putting all this money in for this one bit. And is it really worth it at that point? You there?
2: Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was taking a drink.
0: <laughs> My <laughs> bad. <laughs> you're good, good, man. I was, feel like I've been talking over you this whole podcast, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> mm. No, no, you're good, man. <laughs> I, I, um, I've i had a lot of guests on lately, and I'm, I'm trying to get some more, uh, but I really do enjoy just our one-on-one talks, and I think once I do more with the podcast, I'd like to have, I'd like to introduce you to some of the new people I've been talking to. Uh, um, I don't want to, you know, go too far and say I've made friends, but I have some people who I am regularly chatting with or in their Discord or on their Twitter or Twitch streams and, and supporting them. Um, well, it, I'm, I'm game, you know, I'll, I'm
1: totally ready for that, man.
0: <laughs> uh, I, gotta, it's
1: gotta a cold one open. I'm good to go. <laughs>
0: It's been really difficult for me, um, personally. Networking, network is something that I suck at. That I just, I keep in my mind. I think, okay, I can just delegate this and have someone else do it. Um, that would just be too easy. So, I, the thought of rejection when asking someone if they want to be on my podcast is kind of like super
2: disheartening. Well, uh, you know, we we just got to keep reaching out to those that
1: would that are willing to, you know. In our podcast, and eventually we'll will reach out to those that you know. It's kind of harder to get to, you know. Yeah.
0: Which I know that as a podcast host, I've been learning things from these guests that I have been having. That yeah, I kind of sucked in these areas. I needed to prepare more. It's hard finding guests that I want to have on, that I have something that I I can say to or chemistry in terms of humor and how we roll and. You know, making everything in line because um, I can talk about it now a little bit, but uh, the last guest I had on uh, Bees in Disguise, uh, lo- lovely, lovely person. It, it was a lot of fun uh, talking with them, but by the at the start of it, it was so rough because I had only met them in person like twice or once and a half time, and uh, I, was, I was pretty drunk then, so there was like this uh, awkward wall that I had to power through, but I think if I would have like played games with them or talked to them on, on discord for a period before then, then we could have got to the really good content that we started getting to at the end of the podcast. And that, that's a definite, my bad. Um, I don't know if it was, I wasn't drinking, so it was making it difficult for me to communicate or talk. And I've had the opposite happen where I had uh popcorn Jesus on, which is a, you know, <laughs> he's a pretty, she's a pretty fun guy. I, I like, I like talking to him. I've been a fan for quite some time, but, uh, uh, he's really easy to talk to. And I got super drunk super fast. And I was slurring. I showed you that. <laughs> uh, I would like to have him back on again as well. Um, yeah. it's, it's and To find people to reach out to. To see if they want to be on the podcast. Is difficult. Because I don't consume a whole lot of content. From other people other than on TikTok. But even then. It's like how do I go about communicating hey I have a podcast would you like to be a guest on it and just sort of chit chat and um, I imagine the bigger the personality or or community that person has it's going to be more and more difficult to get that early time in with them to um, sort of forge this level of communication that I I need to open freely open and talk you know yeah the idea behind drunken degenerates is I get someone on um, we slam some drinks down. Uh, and they we just kinda open up 'cause I, I shit, what what's the it's that it's at Galifianakis, where he had his, his uh interview show. I don't know the name of it. I didn't come oh. quite prepared, but uh um, between two ferns? Uh probably. But <laughs> it, that I feel like a lot of the questions that he was asking them was stuff that they had never been asked before, or at least stated publicly. And I thought that was the funniest shit ever. And that's what's kind of like inspired me. It's like, okay, you, kn- I'll, I'll go, I'll go super, I'll go super fucking big, I'll go super big here and say, okay, I uh, say I get Markiplier on here because everyone knows Markiplier. I always use him for fucking examples. Yeah. Uh, I get him on here. It's like, okay, what's your favorite type of, of Cheerio? Do you like Honey Nut? Do you like the apple version? No one has ever asked him that fucking question publicly, so no <laughs> one knows. So I feel like it's so funny to me to squander such an opportunity as interviewing. Someone like Markiplier with questions he's never been asked. That's it's it's humorous.
1: Just like throw are some like curveballs. Like, what's your what's your favorite what's your favorite flavor of Crown? You
0: know, like... <laughs> if you had to rip a toenail off right now, which one would it be? <laughs> yeah. An- answer, Jeffrey. What would it be? The
1: one next to my pinky toe on my uh, left foot. Dude, I was thinking that too. Mine's
0: kind of itchy, right? now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the idea of degenerates is just shit posting in speech pretty much. Uh I gotta talk to you about conventions coming up privately after this, but there's a convention coming up um in December that I'm uh, not going to name drop or date or anything because I don't want to dox myself by accident. <laughs> But I will be at a convention. I will probably put it on my Twitter. Um, so if you follow me on Twitter, you'll find out there. <laughs> me doxing myself, kind of, to find out the general area of where I live in Canada. <laughs> now, he's laughing because I don't live in Canada. <laughs> From Germany. It's all good. <laughs> my, my English is pretty good, I think. My Yeah. So my my picture on... on the little thing I was telling you about, um, where you're the otterpus and I'm the uh, mine is my like Kubrick stare picture <laughs> where I look totally fucking unhinged <laughs> <laughs> I also have that photo at the end of my uh, YouTube videos. do D now, yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I I love I love that photo. It's on my dating online dating profiles. god. <laughs> yeah, definitely the photo you want
1: to add for that. I just want
0: to look totally unhinged like I could rip your throat out and then <laughs> fuck your guts out.
1: <laughs>
0: Girls like that, right?
1: Oh yeah, keep doing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking for a very specific type of woman. Uh, that is being six foot six foot one uh two hundred and uh, uh ten pounds completely jacked to shit muscle
1: <laughs> fucking fourteen pack
0: <laughs> oh my God, so if I get threatened to like okay i'll I could destroy i want they threaten me uh I could just destroy your head, destroy it with my thighs like a watermelon, yes, please, <laughs> I think I'm saying too much about myself on this. Time. <laughs> We're learning a lot about me today. <laughs> I don't know what really started this. I, I won't say obsession. It's not obsession. It's not a uh fetish per se, but for me, why I like muscular women, I guess I could talk about um, a little bit without going too deep into my past relationships that I have been had false promises so many times in two major relationships I've had in the past 10 years, they said, Oh, I'm going to go to school and do this and do that. Or I'm going to work here and do this and do that. And I'm going to work hard or I'm going to do that and that and that and that. And they actually end up either dropping out or doing nothing or it's, I got so sick of the false promises and the lack of passion in these people. So when I see a woman with muscles, that shows passion. That shows dedication. That they have followed through with what they set a goal and they achieved it, or in the process of achieving it, that they, they're doing something.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I can,
0: it's an, yeah.
1: I can definitely see that. Yeah,
0: it's not necessarily the muscles, but it's the it's the proof. It's the proof in the pudding, you know.
1: Yeah, it's like the the person behind it. Like it's that to show that there is being effort being put into place.
0: Yeah, I'm just so sick of being let down. Like, I can only really trust in myself and, like, close people to me, but that's why I, I'm out there searching for a six one six two muscular goth mommy. <laughs> muscular goth mommy. <laughs> in very, my mouth.
2: <laughs> very
0: respectable. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 pretty tall. I'm I'm six foot six foot one. So, uh, you know, another <laughs> thing I look like uh, look look at when I'm you know looking for life partners and things like that is uh, genetics. <laughs> I make sure that they have equal or greater than genetics to me, at least by my books. Or you know, I don't want a weak bloodline added. Oh, you got asthma? Sorry, weak bloodline.
2: <laughs> weak
0: bloodline. Get out here. <laughs> oh, you're lactose intolerant? What a fucking idiot. Get out of here. Uh, I, 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 I joke about that, but I'm kind of serious at the same time, Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> Oh, is your stomach hurt? Fuck you.
0: <laughs> Dumbass, get out of here. Um, it it kind of leads into like the awakening that i've had to of myself where it's like i should respect myself i should respect the things that i want and i should not settle because i've i'm on a self-love journey i i I love myself or i'm getting better about loving myself and that's part of it is to not settle for someone that or something that i I don't want you know there's of course always going to be compromises but it should never be at my cost or within, without gaining something else in return, you know. Yeah, there should
1: there should always be like an equal give and receive and, and stuff like that.
0: With uh, with my last relationship, it felt like I was always walking on eggshells because uh, they're uh, they they were a bit of a sore loser about was playing Digimon. The they were a sore fucking loser. So whenever I got paired against them in the pairings, it was I never won. There, at every time I faced them, I could have crushed them. And the only, like one of the only times that I decided to go through with it was at the big pro play tournament. And I, I just I decimated them. Because any point before that, I would either... I'd always purpose to lose. I would make bad plays knowing that they were bad so that they could capitalize on my misplays and they would win. And even then, it took them like three or four turns of me bad playing for them to win. It's like the shitty part that they went on to believe that they were a semi-decent player. It's like, when I let someone win, and this doesn't, not just with them, but with anyone. When you are playing anyone at any sort of sport, or whether that be physical, whether that be uh, hand-to-hand, whether that be cards, you go all out every single time. That is respecting that person as a competitor. That you see them as enough a threat that you are willing to go straight for the throat. It's disrespecting them if you don't.
1: Yeah it's it's a it's a challenge upon skill like you know it's your skill versus their skill Mm-mm, that that's the competition like that's, I, that yeah that
0: is the sport of it. <laughs> I may get frustrated that I am losing so easily, but I would rather be crushed a thousand times than let someone let me win a thousand times. Like I may feel better from that, but I will never be a better player. I won't gain anything from it. You learn more from a defeat than you do a victory.
1: Yeah, that's the way I've always seen it. You you learn from your failures.
0: Um, you can't hold you can't hold it too hard about yourself either. I sometimes I would hold it really heavily against myself, and I'd replay games in my head. Whether it be sports that I would play, or it would be card games, I'd yeah you know, I, I would think about those misplays, and I would I, I would learn from it, but it would. You know, bum me out for several days, which is really something you shouldn't do either. You should really, uh, you know, learn from your mistakes. Don't hold it too hard against you. Move on and don't make them
2: again. Yeah,
0: that's why I'm. I'm I I have mixed feelings about playing the Pokemon TGC, and I've talked to you about this um, off the air and stuff, but I'll bring it up on 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 the podcast, but. Uh, when I was uh, 10 or so, I was playing, I don't want to say twelve. I was probably like 11 or 12. I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I wanted to go to a tournament. I was at the local library with my grandma, checking out some books, what the fuck kids are doing. And I saw a poster for uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. That it was going to be a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament at like a Pizza Hut. So I, I took the information down. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. And I brought it to my parents. And we decided that me and my brother and my family was going to go to this tournament to have me compete. And my brother's going to play as well. And I'm like, okay, this, this is going to be fun. I'm going to meet some people who also like Yu-Gi-Oh! It's around my age. That's that that was my thought at least. But when we ended up going to there, um, uh, they were trying to sell stuff. It was a bunch of 30 plus year old people. Um, you, they look exactly how you would think they would look, you know, the neck beards and the long hair, uh, look greasy and smelly to the touch. Uh, no offense to anyone, but, uh, they had very poor personal hygiene. Um, I went into the tournament, I didn't know a thing about what standard or, or what was allowed and legal or limited at the time in Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, I was, I was a kid, and it was my bad for not learning that prior, but once I did get my deck made after that, because I had to take some cards out and move some cards around, um, I went against some, like, 40-year-old man, and he just, like, completely destroyed me. And I get that he was respecting me as a competitor, and I respect him for that, but again, I, I wasn't going there to play against a thirty, forty year old man when I was a ten year old kid. Yeah. That's what I noticed a lot of time with Pokemon tournaments that it's not not really age based a lot of times and I don't I don't want to play against the kid. It's no offense to the kid. Now, I'm sure they could probably give me a run for my money sometimes, but I remember that trauma as a child. I don't say trauma, that's that's kind of overselling it. But I remember that experience and that stayed with me as into an adult. And uh, I, I don't, I don't want to be that person. I don't, I don't want to crush a kid. I played against some children when I played Digimon just because it was mixed. One guy brought his kids and taught his kids Digimon. And I ended up winning and I, I felt bad about it. Um, not these kids shouldn't be challenged, but I do not have much of a filter in the way that I speak. And I had to pretty much remain silent the whole time during the when I was playing against them. Um, you know, as a almost 30 year old man, I have to be very careful about the things that I say in the presence of children. <laughs> Just because, yeah. you know, you talk to your friends one way and you talk to your mother another and you, you know, you talk in the public another, but I'm, you know, if it comes down to when I'm the masked duelist and we're at tournaments and I get parents like a child, I'm depending on the tournament, if it's a high level tournament, I will play it i won't be happy about it, but I will play it. but if it's just the casual you know every week tournament i'm going to concede <laughs> i I refuse I will concede let's get let's get out of the win you know it's not that I don't respect them as a competitor it's just that from my perspective, I don't want to crush them so bad that they don't want to play anymore. Hell, they might beat me. That, you know, it's fine with that, but I don't, it is not appropriate for me to be doing that. At least that's how I see it.
2: Well, you know, hey, bruh. Um,
1: (laughs) so I'm a bit, uh, ham drunkard. I'm gonna have to hop off here for now, but.
0: I I could tell you've been fading for a little bit. That's fine. We're hitting close to forty, forty-five minutes. We wonder a little short. This will be a little fun one. There won't be another one until after Thanksgiving. Um I might try and record one around Thanksgiving that Black Friday and try and get ahead or something like that. But uh it, it has it has been a pleasure, Jeffrey.
1: Always Same. Likewise. <laughs> I'll get you
0: I'll get you back on here and me and you'll hang out.